Hello, everybody, and welcome to the season two finale of Cinema Swap, the podcast where we take a look at older movies and recast them with modern actors, and also sometimes talk about them in other ways, which is also fun and entertaining, or so we're told. I am your host, Chris, here with my cowboy boot rocking, leather jacket wearing lawyer friend, Forrester. Oh, for a second there, I was like, who are you introducing? Because I'm, I'm not wearing, I'm not even wearing <laughs> shoes right now. <laughs> I am a lawyer, though. Don't let that fool you. <laughs> These shoes are painted on. <laughs> you got your, your law degree from uh, University of Phoenix online, right? Online. Actually, in person, oddly enough. I think that was a real thing. <laughs> Just I'm a DeVry man. <laughs> <laughs> and listeners, that other voice you hear uh on our show today is our special guest and friend and friend of the podcast he's a real life friend as well uh patrick lepage he's a uh also a graphic designer because we like those on this show and you know just a just a funny really good dude hi pat hi hi all i'll take the two hundred dollars later <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we've been i guess we we suggested having you on the podcast like forever ago i didn't realize it till we like reopened that conversation i was like Oh my God, it's been like a year since we said, hey, you want to do the podcast sometime? And then just, you know, ghosted, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, oh, Pat. It's, just, it's, it's those global, uh, you know, pandemics. Yeah, they, they make yeah, you forget yeah, about yeah. things. We're, we're busy people. You know. <laughs> Pat, Pat asked me to email him something, and then I forgot to do it. And then I felt too embarrassed <laughs> to reopen the conversation. <laughs> it was good. weeks later, oh. like, oh no. Ooh, all uh, good, guys. All good. I, I'm glad I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah just we just have to act like he doesn't exist anymore yeah well you get to be on the season two finale which i didn't realize this was i i would I've have told you. something a little bit better <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting guys you know you just bring it in with a, a really nice closer or a whimpering snare like who knows what happens with this conversation we'll see how it goes yeah, yeah. just yeah. break down crying well yeah just we'll, let's talk about our traumas let's talk about our traumas exactly <laughs> um, that emotional episode the uh, the movie we're talking about today, this is my first time watching it. I thought it was really, really excellent. It definitely lived up to everything I've heard about it. People have talked about it so long. Saying it's, it's such a funny movie. It's so great. And I see why they say that because I thought it was, I was laughing out loud. And then when it gets to the courtroom stuff, it's very, very uh, fun as well. I always love a good courtroom movie. They're always so interesting. Um, I was about to say, it's almost like a, a sports movie, but not. Like in the fact that the way it's structured mm. where there's that downward slope, downward slope, and then that like pulls it out at the end, you see them pull it together kind of thing and work as a team. <laughs> well, it's an underdog. Also, story yeah, also sure. kind of surprising. You're like, how is this actually going to come together? And then it, and it does. And it, and it did make sense. Yeah. That's a, yeah. So movie, uh, 90s comedy courtroom classic, My Cousin Vinny, uh, starring Joe Pesci and Marissa Tomei. When they're young and vibrant, I mean, well, I guess like, Joe Pesci has never been young. Yeah, true. <laughs> Guys, I, I want to talk about how how they tried so hard to make him look cool in this movie. They try real hard. Is that is that what it is, or are they like I can't tell if they're. It felt at first like I was like, oh, they're being like Southern charm and making fun of that. But I realized I think it's actually the reverse. I think they're like the South is kind of normal. Is these people from like like New York, Brooklyn, they're just weirdos. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think you could read it either way. You know, it's I mean, just like Dolly Parton, right wingers and left wingers. They love her both. <laughs> it's the thing about, the, the, I think you're sort of right, Forrester. Like in the first opening shot of the movie, um, 
you know, the two, the, the two uh, defendants, Ralph Macchio and his buddy, they're driving yeah. down to the South, like for whatever reason. Um, and they're passing a lot of weird shit that they mm. see on screen. There's a house covered in hubcaps. There's signs that say free manure and dirt for sale, which if you're actually in the country, makes yeah. sense. You do want that stuff. But to anybody who doesn't know that, I'd be like, oh, that's so silly. Who the fuck would sell dirt? So Why would you want free poo? But it's like, and by right. stuff, Chris means the hubcaps. He wasn't talking about the manure or the you yeah. Know, dirt. I think they showed a lot of stuff <laughs> that might look silly to someone who is Changes? not from there, right? Mm-hmm. So I, like, kind of poking fun, like, hey, look how weird and backwards it is. And then, which I thought was like, all right, whatever. It's laying on a bit thick, but sure. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then um, uh, Vinny and Mona, Mona Lisa, they're like. They're dressed to the nines like freaks, yeah. Because they're so like fucking New York right, yeah. that they they just don't Run. understand. They they're so fun. New York. I expected them to have whole slices of pizza in their pockets at all times. It's the well, best they, slice they of Brooklyn. They, they cut that scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they also cut forty-seven scenes of them going, "Hey, I'm walking here." Yeah. Well, yeah seriously. Ma, 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 ma. Yeah. Ma. Um, what, what do you call this grits what is this like cut up pasta <laughs> <laughs> explain it to me like it's pasta <laughs> yeah explain it to me how it works like pasta <laughs> that, that's another thing this movie veers on a lot of stereotypes <laughs> it's oh, a very yeah. interesting dated humor <laughs> i mean one of the things that made me laugh really hard was when the um the boys first got pulled into the police station and they were the misunderstanding of them thinking they were getting booked for accidentally stealing a can of tuna, and like, what are they called? The um the dramatic irony, I guess, where like the whole audience understands what's going on, but the characters have no fucking clue. And they're like, right. yeah, I, like honestly, I didn't mean to do it. It kind of just happened. Like this, I thought that was very very funny. And then the scene where they're in the jail cell and they meet Vinny for the first time. Oh my god! His buddy and just keeps that going. Going to sexually assault him, and. The lines are so fucking funny. It's, yeah. It's almost, you almost think it's going on too long, but I think this is a good example of just like how to draw something out and not feel like it's going on too long. Like that yeah. scene, I was like, this is like a five minute scene. It probably yeah. is going on like one too many lives, but it holds. I feel like well. a scene like that might not fly today, to be honest. I feel like, or it wouldn't drag on as Prison long, rape perhaps. is no longer funny, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, like there's no, that. It's, and like, it's a misunderstanding well, about. Maybe. Yeah, that's right. It's perceived yeah. prison rape by Joe yeah. Pesci, which is. Yeah. When he's like, hey, kid, it's fun. your ass, not mine. Yeah, yeah, just like, like, yeah, it's your ass. Just show it to me. You know, show me what's going on. It's like I, you're no, jerking I me off. Want... Yeah, you're jerking <laughs> me I off. Come, yeah, I didn't it's... come down here for just for you to jerk me off. <laughs> it feels like all it does is really highlight that New York like colloquialisms are just way too sexual. Yeah, <laughs> yes, way too yes. sexual. Yeah, yes. he's like, hey, he's Sleeping Beauty's uh, out cold up there, so I'll start with you. <laughs> Can we talk just... about how this is a big year for Pesci before we keep going forward? This is his 28th top grossing film, but he's also in the top grossing film of Alone 2 in 92. That was the top oh. grossing film? Yeah, apparently over Batman Returns. Joe Pesci looks like so much older in Home Alone than he does in Michael oh, yeah. Finney. <laughs> I was going to say, though, this is in be- the, so this character is like an in-between. It's like you got Pesci in Home Alone, bubbling idiot. Then you got Pesci in like Casino or something, or, or Goodfellas, and he's just like a maniac, and he's like kind of scary. 
And this is sort of like an in-between character where he's Transition. sort of a bumbling idiot, sort of threatening, but he's sort of nice. It's kind of like yeah. right there. A lot of heart. A lot of heart. Yeah, a lot sure. of heart. Yeah. I, I thought it, I thought he was great. Like, yeah, we forget that besides Home Alone stuff, that Joe Pesci is funny and can do comedy really well when he just does a lot of like hard ass gangster roles. And I find that a lot of times with like a lot of serious actors, when they are funny, they get to do goofy stuff. They're sometimes funnier than actual comedians because they're just like really good actors. I mean, comedians, all comedians are really good actors as well. Um, but I, I love when dramatic actors do comedy well because it's really well done. Yeah. Uh, I like the bit of physical comedy where he punches the guy out, but he actually just like jumps. Like yeah, he just, <laughs> he just flies, they both fall down. Like it's, it's so stupid that I'm like, oh God. Speaking of uh, pe- people looking younger as well, it was weird seeing like a 20 something year old Ralph Macchio because I've seen the Karate mm-hmm. Kid and then like Cobra Kai, right? I've never seen the in-between stage when, when he's like a teenager sexy, to an adult. Sexy stash he's got. The almost there. mustache. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny so, seeing him not, like Such a nondescript looking person though. Yeah. <laughs> it's it not very distinct looking. Yeah, it felt kind of like a weird choice, but you're like, yeah, that's actually a good choice though. Because <laughs> then Pesci is just there and he just he, Yeah, you he don't want out. someone to overshadow, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think we were talking about Italian stereotypes earlier. Like we want to touch on how amazing the names are of two of the main characters. You have mm-hmm. Vincent LaGuardio Gambini and Mona Lisa Vito, which are just it's like Italian name generator. You look up online. He was, or born, he was like born on the turnpike. Yeah. <laughs> he was born halfway between New Jersey and New York. So he yeah, has right, you know, right in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Um, also well-written scenes. The uh, when he's confronting the guy in the bar who wouldn't per uh, wouldn't pay Lisa the money, and he's like talking him through like that the process, like, oh, this is your counteroffer. Here's my counteroffer. And just started confusing the guy and had his friends all laughing at him. I thought it was very, very well written. Like it's a very mm-hmm. like well written movie. Yes, very pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some like improvised scenes that add to it. For instance, him uh, pushing over the chess pieces was actually yeah. apparently an accident. However, they kept it in because it, it added to yeah, the scene and it's like bubbling in nature. And also, that owl was a stunt owl, oh. and it was they t- they cut that one scene. But that screech was insane. This is it was the worst scene, owl but... I've ever heard in my entire life. It sounded <laughs> like someone was murdered. It sounded like a screeching pterodactyl or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just very strange noise. It wasn't like who, who, like ah. No, it was like yeah, it was like screaming. <laughs> um, another another role I really really enjoyed was a smaller one in this movie. The uh, the actor who played the public defender did such a good job. Like the physical act, just like the nervousness, like sweating. I thought he was having a heart attack. Like I thought he was gonna drop dead. Like I didn't realize he was just nervous. I thought he's like, oh, this guy's gonna just die or something. But he did such a good job portraying this like absolute loser, mm-hmm. useless lawyer. I thought I thought it was with, like with the stuttering and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was actually yeah. really impressive how he did like his like five minutes of of uh, you know screen time so well. <laughs> That's that's one that I was like that felt like it went on forever. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> oh yeah, that was a bit longer. It, it also, did, it did also, go for all, but he did that for it made a long sense. time. It, it looked like yeah. it would have been hard to do. Like that looked yeah. like it would have been hard to act. And he a kept doing it. So I was impressed by him just pulling it off. Yes, exactly. Uh, I was reading though that he did get some pushback from the communities that deals with stuttering and, and speech impediments after <laughs> yeah. that, and he in fact uh, felt feels bad for that role now. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. 
but it was good. I think I think I mean I think it's perfect for the time and it's finding it. I think I, it works. But yeah. but years later, I guess it's different. People perceive it differently. Fair oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, for a 90s movie, this holds up to very, very yeah. well. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I would say that, yeah, no, I couldn't really point to anything really. Marissa Tomei won Best Supporting Actress for this movie. Incredible. At the Oscars. Which is it. yeah. I, she was excellent. I want to see what else she was amazing. against, but she would she did a oh. great job. Okay, it was stuff insane. Like you guys, you guys talk about Marissa Tomei for a minute, and I'll tell you who she was up against that okay. year. That's easy enough because well, I... Tomei Tomei is still in the zeitgeist. I mean, she's hot, uh, you know, hot, hot, hot Aunt hot, May in yeah. the in the new Spider-Man That's a series. tough one to say. Hot yes. Aunt May. Hot, 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 yeah. uh, hot Summer May. <laughs> yeah, Hot Summer May. Spoiler alert: She died in the last one. And uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I know, oh my gosh! I can't believe I said it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've been following her career for a while. I've never seen her that young. Usually, like every movie we've seen her in, she's like I don't know, she's in her early thirties or something like that. Yeah, but at I least I don't even know how old she is now. Like it's a gauge thing where it's, uh, it's young, and then she gets to this age and stays that way. Well, have you seen the latest Top Gun? I mean, you know, like you look at uh, Connolly and she's aged like fine wine as well. You could barely tell how old she Like, I would say she's maybe in her 40s. She's actually like 51 or something like that. Yeah, she, she still yeah. looks incredible. And she's still amazing. Yeah. Okay, so 1992 Oscars category, Best Supporting Actress. You had Marissa yeah. Tomei, My Cousin Vinny, mm-hmm. uh, Judy Davis in a movie called Husbands and Wives, Joan Plowright in a movie called Enchanted April, Vanessa Redgrave in a movie called Howard's End, and Miranda Richardson in Damage. How many of those movies have you guys seen? <laughs> those are all I, very Oscar baity things. This makes yeah, sense. They got I, it I've right. Heard this wise, but I've never seen it. Yeah. So some people are like, oh, she shouldn't have won, but it's like, I don't know. I've I've heard about this movie and I've never heard of any of those other ones. Yeah. This well, that's movie... the thing. I think even if she hadn't won, I think this still would have gained garnered the kind of cult-like status it still well like, maybe it's not cult-like but it's it's ongoing status it's and, and yeah. likability yeah i like yeah. that she won it like good for her she deserves it she's awesome absolutely that biological clock is ticking line like it's just yeah so good. can we <laughs> talk about outfit. just what is what is her she outfits wearing? were amazing she reminded me of the mom from um beetlejuice from uh oh my yes. god uh who's yes. the, oh my god who's the actress uh, who's in um, uh, Shit's Creek. Creek and stuff? Uh, yeah, oh, Catherine O'Hara. Oh. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. There you go. You got it. But it reminded me much of that, which is pretty much a. Re- it's a similar time period, fashion-wise. I guess Beetlejuice and this movie. Like this is ninety. This came out like uh, 90, 91, but it yeah, wasn't filmed Beetlejuice in like was ninety nine. Like yeah, I think, I think it was eighty nine. Actually, maybe maybe I'm wrong. But I think so, it was but something like that. Yeah. But like they would have been yeah. a couple years apart, really. Anywho, yeah, so this reminded me a lot by. of the crazy the hair and everything, like. Mm. but it works oh yeah <laughs> that's what i mean Can we talk about the opening track and how much of a 90s throwback that is oh, i felt like sure. you know <laughs> that's josh turner with the way down south of course we all know the song <laughs> yeah <laughs> well uh that was just a twanging twanging time i was like what the heck is well, the movie yeah, I felt like I was watching like a Mary Kate Olsen like country chabarie show or something. <laughs> Which Patrick is an expert on audience. Oh, of course, I yeah. know them very well. Hey, I, yeah. I, I can say I'm a sister, but I watch them. Of course, I've watched all the all the mystery movies back in the day. There you go, <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley take Paris. Let's go. You take Paris. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of actually fun country songs, at the very end, the end credits, they have their own country theme song. That- for this movie, which was pretty catchy, insane. And I listened to it like 
this seems like I thought it was a real <laughs> song. And then it started like talking about the plot of the movie. I'm like, wait a minute, this is just a theme song. That was just the was I this feel Will like... Smith talking about the Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, or Wild Wild West. <laughs> Or a wild, wild west. It's, exactly. It's and it almost sounded like it wasn't Alan Jackson, but it almost sounded like Alan Jackson. Like I'd almost want to look up at some who point who it? the singer was for that because it sounded like a real like country singer. Jack Allenson, actually. Jack Allenson. <laughs> Jack Allenson. Guys, can we talk about also the director? His only other notable movie is The Whole Nine Yards. He's more of a writer, and this Pretty is like good. the one of his other two movies that he's done and as a director and writer, well, I guess. Hey, well, he's just batting a thousand then. Yeah. yeah. He also, well, the thing he didn't bat on is doing one episode of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the TV show. Ooh. Well, hold on. I haven't <laughs> seen it. I didn't even I'm know it existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might, he might have directed the fucking hell out of it, though. Maybe, but I can't believe they thought a TV show was. I didn't even know that was a thing. How could you have Ferris Bueller's Day Off I for more no than idea. one? It's only one day, right? <laughs> Unless it's, it's like Ferris a new Bueller's like, vacation every day time. The series. <laughs> it's yeah. like Groundhog Day, and he always has that day off. That's why he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Or Ferris someone Bueller's... takes the place of Ferris every time in an alternate reality. They, they quantum like, leap oh. into Ferris Bueller. Exactly. They didn't think about the metaverse. That's such a new thing to think about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing I want to say, uh, the movie starts out like very, very funny. And then when it gets to the actual like courtroom aspects of it, it, it it's still like good, but it's not yeah. as funny. It's very like snappy and witty, like courtroom drama, which I mm-hmm. really enjoy. But the movie really has two genres uh, that it, it is a clear like line between the two parts, the two halves of the film, I think. Yeah, I think it balances them quite well, though. Oh, you yeah, would yeah, describe yeah, yeah. this as a comedy, I guess. Mm-hmm. That that would be the best word for it. Like it is a comedy, but you're right that there's like there's he's snappy, he's still Pesci, still bringing charisma, but it's not really funny except for maybe the judge's expressions sometimes. Yeah, he looks they, they like just a grand guy. owl up there, like a cartoon character. <laughs> he looks like a human so end. Impressive. I yes, <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. a very uh, yeah, that's a very good one. Yeah, human yeah. end. <laughs> but apparently, uh, lawyers go horny for this movie. It's just so accurate. Appar- they just love yeah, it so apparently much. they show it in law school. Like it's one of they the most accurate law, law films. Yeah. Ever. It mentions it does a good job of cross examination. And right, mentioning right. the right terms, it doesn't actually demonstrate a lot of those right terms. But right, and also, like, and also, like the speed of how it goes, and all there's a lot of things that are not like approaching accurate, the bench at get, any point. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Him not wearing a suit. I mean, that was pretty good. Him like never getting the suit right. Oh, there, the red there's, there's tuxedo. A lot of sitcom so energy funny. with this. A lot of callbacks. Well, like when on. he's trying to sleep, he can never sleep, and then finally he can sleep when there's a a prison riot going on. Yeah, he just needs everything <laughs> to go right, and then he's back to it. I think yeah. the sleeping thing. I think what that that was supposed to be implying, which I only kind of got in rewatch, is it is the stuff keeping him awake, but it's the trial that's actually keeping him awake. So when he has that successful day, he sleeps like a baby. That's what was keeping him up. So he comes oh. into it. And he's that's why the prison riot didn't wake him up. He didn't need that. It was the trial keeping him awake. I totally missed that. I thought it was yeah. just the fact that, like, he was like, I can't deal with these fucking <laughs> slaughterhouses and, it like, loud-ass trains. I can it, sleep in a prison, though. It could be that, or it could also be, like, he's from New York. That's the joke. It sounds like Brooklyn <laughs> to him, so he just sleeps right through it. Either one works. I'm not sure which one they are aiming for, but that's a good script writing thing there. Yeah. I have a feeling you're right for us. I'm like you, Pat. I didn't really, I thought it was just a really funny recurring bit where like no matter where he was, there was some insane noise he couldn't sleep. <laughs> but then both. you're right. Then he does sleep through the prison riot. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Good yeah. catch. 
Speaking, I got my eyes open. Speaking right. of good catches, the uh, the three characters that we're going to recast for this domain. episode today. Shut up, Forrester. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> three characters that we're going to recast. Uh, Judge Chamberlain, originally played mm-hmm. by Fred Gwynn. Well, I feel like we've seen him, we've seen him come up on the show before. We at least talked about him. The name sounds very familiar. Might be in a past episode in another movie. Um, we're also talking about Mona Lisa Vito, played by Ms. Marissa Tomei. And Vinny LaGuardia Gambini, Esquire, played by Joe Pesci. Esquire. I don't care if you missed that part. He is a lawyer, so he should have an Esquire after his name. <laughs> Fair enough. There you go. I have uh, just Gwyn, just to quickly, was in the Monsters, the original I series. I, I'm sure he's rolling in his grave looking at the new Rob Zombie version. I'm sorry and, you brought uh, that up. <laughs> and he's also in uh, Pet Cemetery. I think he says, uh, you know, that line says, like, I think dead should stay dead. I'm pretty yeah. sure he says that line. Don't go up there. Yeah, oh, don't he go must up be, there. You know, the old man in South dead Park, is better. you shouldn't no, go up better. there. That's where yeah. the kid, the South Park character must be based on him, his character. From oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. it's the same voice, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, they just look at things and they say them immediately. That's how they do that show. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they only yeah. got nine, five days to make it, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, on that monster line, maybe we'll take a break. Yeah, let's take a quick <laughs> break. Need a break. And we'll be right back with that cinema swapping action you listeners just fucking salivate for. Just go watch the trailer. <laughs> Fuck that trailer's bad. All right, listeners, we are back from that very quick recess, which is a court term for break, since this is a court movie. I was trying so to remember the law and order, like, dun-dun, but I couldn't. Dun-dun. Yeah. Or <laughs> is it germs? That's what I was going to say. It's just two notes. Dun-dun. Just cut into dun-dun. the Boston legal uh, intro music. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, so, lawyered. Yeah, oh, remember when people used to say lawyered? Oh, because How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, exactly. Remember that yeah. show? Lawyered. That show, got, that show got not funny after about five seasons, but anyway, neither Basically. here nor there. I mean, um, I was always for it not being, but anyway. That's, that's a lot of podcast. <laughs> TV shows I hate, the podcast. Yeah, let's go through the list. <laughs> I don't oh, hate I it. I just think it's not as great as some people think it is. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. But speaking of yeah. going through the list, the first mm-hmm. character recasting, Judge Chamberlain. And I had, I originally wanted to go with Ron Perlman because I thought that was sort of a mm-hmm. one for one in terms of looks. And I like mm-hmm. Ron Perlman. He's great. But then I thought Keith David would be a very fun Judge Chamberlain. You've seen Keith David <laughs> in a lot of stuff. He does a lot of voice acting, a lot of reg- you know, regular acting as well. But thinking him up there in the judge robes, him doing like the little two finger, <clears throat> like come here motion, like come close. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he could pull it off really, really well and be like the he can play like fun, silly characters, but he can also do like the absolute like hard ass like don't give me any shit guy and i think he would uh rock this character pretty well he was also a community and was really funny uh even though it wasn't the best seasons perhaps but um he was i i I could actually i think there's an episode where he kind of is judging a thing and so i could actually see him doing something like that yeah yeah he's obviously not eight feet tall like fred gwynn but you know (laughs) is fred gwynn or is he just like a short guy they stretched out to normal or or is joe pesci that short (laughs) he is 
He oh. is that short. Oh, is it just the angles? Is it just Maybe. all the angles that make it? Fred Gwynn's only five <laughs> ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, Keith David, I think, would be really fun as the ju- as this uh, Alabama judge. I can see that. I I got Man, nothing. Perlman, though, that. like you, I didn't even think about that. I I could really well, see that him one doing was it. mostly Ron Perlman's great, but that one's mostly on like he's also got a big fucking head. It was like a big, big head. head, so it, my mind went to that right away. Um, but you could just go really over the top, though, as well. Like, if you ever see him in, like, uh, Pacific Rim or something, and it's just, like, he's got, like, giant, like, monocles on and has a weird-ass yeah. British accent, yeah, and he's just, like, cowboy boots he's just eating the couch and the furniture and the scenery. He's just, he's yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's maybe why you don't do Ron Perlman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe. I think he's at I mean, a point the now judge where he is doesn't... like that, though. The judge is very much, like, coming to my cold. Yeah, as well as, but Keith yeah. David will do a a good job for the money. Ron Perlman will just do what Ron Perlman wants to do now. And that's a problem. <laughs> this character has to be at least a little subdued. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah. Awesome. Pat, give us your pick for uh, judge Chamberlain. Oh man. I just, I, so I have a couple. So that's, that's the problem. All right. Um, pick one. So... We'll do honorable mentions after. <laughs> okay. 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 So, ooh, okay. If we're going to pick one, you know, oh, God damn I'm going to go with Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the Broman. So <laughs> my reasoning for, for Brolin, I, he's actually pretty funny. Like, and if you see him, especially at, more in interviews, I guess, and in, and like other like uh, instances, he can be very light and like funny. Uh, but then you see him, of course, in these like really serious roles, like No Country or Sicario or something like that. And he's just like such a hard hitting, like intense character as well. So he has like, I don't know, he has that range where you could see him being in a a very serious uh, sort of like boss position, a position of power uh, and be respected, but also have those lighter comedic chops to kind of bring it along. He's also kind of got the age going for me. He's a bit younger, uh, really, I guess, if you want to look at the character, but I think it would fit well. Um, But yeah, and also he's got the drawl as well. I think the drawl, could be could work as well in that instance. Because where's where's Josh Brolin from? Is he from the South originally? Is he, is he from like New York? I'm trying to remember now if he can. I don't know actually. Do accents if he up, can do a Southern accent really well. I believe I think he is from the South somewhere. I'm not He's exactly sure. Southern maybe Texas. Even. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we've even talked about him because who was his father? <laughs> California. Okay, yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't he a Goonie or something like that too, or no? Uh, was no, he, he was the older brother in Goonies. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, there we go. Well, I, I, call I guess him he was sort of at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, yeah. Josh, Josh Brolin's great. We, you, you yeah. can't go wrong with him in a movie. Like, I don't think he survived being a kid actor. <laughs> That's another yeah. thing, I guess. <laughs> I don't think I've seen a movie where I haven't liked him in it. Yeah. I'm sure there's the outer people. rim or outer whatever range that new show he's on, but oh yeah, yeah. I've heard well, it's on my list to look into. I think someone's like, telling me about that. It's like spooky, it's like a spooky cult murder cowboy show or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. pretty interesting. <laughs> Bit of a slow burn, I've also heard. But yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely would check it out. It is All TV not... shows these days are slow burns. So they get Except for Severance. Everyone's gotta watch Severance. Except which is severance, also kind of which is great. Yeah. Well, yeah, Severance is definitely a slow burn. Yeah, it is. Josh Brolin's an excellent choice because he does have kind of cowboy. Look. I think he's got it all. You know, he's got a little bit of this. Little yeah, that, I don't you know. know where he is born in Santa Monica, but I was like, he must have grown up somewhere like <laughs> in the like boons or something because he keeps yeah. getting roles like he is the Marvel man kind of thing. Like, is that just because he, he, he must have way? summered in like Georgia or something? <laughs> is it just he and he would say he way? summered there. 
because he's rich. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of the few men that can wear a goatee and you don't laugh. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, him, yeah. Him I, and I believe Seagal. he's at a black site torturing terrorists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right now in his off time. Yeah, on his off yeah, time. He's like, this yeah. is just like he wants to do. Good to have hobbies, uh, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, should I say my honorable mentions I, as well? I'm going to do mine oh, first. Sorry, yeah, say, do so I don't want you to step do his pick. Yeah. yeah. This was like real hard. I had a good pick right off the bat, and then I was like, but it might step on other characters. I'm going to go back and forth on this and try and pick the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm going to go with Ben Stiller, if only because comedy chops give him a serious role where he can have a little bit of fun. But also, he's a New York native, and I like the idea of casting all the Southerners with New York people. <laughs> okay. It was, it was very nearly Hank Azaria as well. I'm like, they're the right age, kind oh, of yeah. the right look, and like, they have the range to do this. I, I got a gavel, I, I, fucker. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stiller, yeah, I mean, like, he has done more serious things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not seen them all, but I know he can do them. He produced Severance. He did produce Severance back to Severance <laughs> There you go. This is, this is not Severance talk. <laughs> also, I think everyone needs to be around the same height. That was kind of part of it. <laughs> You guys brought the height thing. That was like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, I think the shorter like, person I... for my Vinny, too, so. I, I, oh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't cast any short people in this movie because I refused to. Yeah, Chris notoriously hates short people. Yeah, yeah, he's a height. He's a heightist. I don't. I don't mean like people who are like like you know like little people or people with dwarfism. I just mean like people who are like I don't. I don't like five, people who are like five five. You know. Yeah, like not quite short enough to you know. Yeah. Yeah. No now short kings near these wings. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! Am I on an incel podcast all of a sudden? <laughs> Pat, you're taller than me. It's okay. Is this incel talk? Yeah, yeah. This I'm trying is to the shortest the one here. I'm trying to defend all the shrimp people. Chris is a right. self-hating short. I am. Yeah. I'm five ten. I'm average. Five ten this and a half. <laughs> hey. Let my hair grow a little longer. I'm, I'm good to go. I don't yeah. have that advantage. Yeah, Patrick does not have that advantage. <laughs> yeah, it's very much just down here. Over down here, you grew enough of a beard, you could like. Yeah, and over. then I did a co- a beard comb over. I could definitely do it. Yeah, you can pin yeah. it around the other side of your chin. Exactly. All right, you got some honorable mentions. I also have tons that maybe one of them would have been a better pick, but I'm like, oh, we'll let it slide. Do you want to start? Yeah, you can fire away because I wonder if you have any ones to make. Who's going to go? Who's going to go? Sorry. You can go first. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, so my my honorable mentions, which I think are also quite good. So I'll start with uh, Nick Offerman. I actually think he would have been a great choice as well. I think I've seen him doing a little more serious stuff and like he's almost. He's got it all. He's got the, he could do the Southern. He could do the kind of more serious aspects that he's got the age. He's got the, the uh, intimidation, a little bit of intimidation factor. Oh, Sam yeah. Elliott also, I think uh, as, I mean, it's, it's like, if you think almost about Southern, this, yeah. it's, it, it's almost too obvious. And I Sam Elliott could do it as long as the director is not female. Cause. Well, yeah. uh... <laughs> oh, is there, is there a thing with that? No, he know. was, he was bitching about, uh, Jane Campion directing The Power of Dogs. Like, why is this lady from New Zealand making a Western movie? Like, what the fuck does she know about Western? Something, something along those lines. Like, is he from like Santa Monica? Or yeah, Sam Elliott's a fucking <laughs> is poser. What is with these Santa Monicans that are like, I'm a cowboy now? 
<laughs> I just remember his character in, uh, in uh, Parks and Rec, and he's just like this yeah. yoga, like oh, yeah. vegan guy. Like, I, I like Sam Elliott. I think he put his foot in his mouth saying some dumb shit, but like I think overall I still like Sam. As a cowboy, though, yeah. to do that, yeah. <laughs> Isn't he the voice of like like Tundra, like trucks or something, or like oh, like, like Ram commercials, like Ram or commercials or something? Yeah, yeah, Ram, right, 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 right. That's pretty solid. I'm gonna counter uh, that with. Yeah. I don't actually know where this guy's from. It might be another New York one. Ernie Hudson was my first pick. I was like, so I, he's played. I was like, he's played a judge in something. And then I realized he played a judge in God's Not Dead. And I was like, ooh, better give him a second shot at this. <laughs> <laughs> Famously, the fourth Ghostbuster, the one that was just there for the money. There was a fourth Both the actor and the character. Yeah. <laughs> the um, one that's not really in the posters that often. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the... uh, okay. But I think he has enough presence. But mm-hmm. like, still some charm to him that you're like, ah, he's he's balancing the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I got another. Jeff Bridges was the other one that was like, oh yeah. But I was like, that's he's too over the top. I think that's he's going through cancer like, treatment right now as well, so he might not be yeah. available. Yeah. Also, you can't rein that in. So I'm just like, it's it's gonna mess things. Hey up. man, have you seen Tron? He's pretty subdued there. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Which the one? one? The good, the good one, the 2011 one. No, no, <laughs> no. Which Tron? Which which Jeff Bridges? Oh, oh I see. Now, like, I, now I understand the question. I was just like, a, no, it's the good one. Yeah, obviously the good one. Yeah. And everyone who yeah. comes at us saying the like the old one's the good one, you're wrong. Yeah. You're just objectively wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like saying the old Top Gun is better than the new one. It's not. But anyway, <laughs> it's not. Shut up. It's, it's not. not. It's not. We've talked it's about not. that before in this show. We love we yeah. love Top Gun Maverick. Um, speaking of... I saw it three times at theaters. Fuck yeah. Fuck that's, yeah. That's a reasonable thing to say. All right, I don't have a segue for that's this. That's a very reasonable thing. Very patriotic. <laughs> I, uh, I don't have a segue for this, but my pick for, uh, for Lisa, this is an yeah. actress we talked about a little bit before in the show. I chose uh, Kristen Milioti. And I had this pick in my head oh. before I even watched the movie. Pat, she is, um, she's Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio's first wife in Wolf of Wall Street. The brunette she's also oh yeah 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 she's also starring in how i met your mother yeah she's the she's mother. also in this like show where she's like in a virtual world or whatever or, like she has like a chip in her head yeah made for like, upload or something she's also anyway. in palm springs she was the uh, palm springs right, right, the, right, right, main, right. the main girl of andy samberg there i think she's great she's she is very funny so she can be very funny and witty and also quick um all, you know got she's got the, a similar kind of look and she is like she can do that like Brooklyn accent, like she can do she's that. From New Jersey, Jersey. she's from Jersey, so, exactly. Jersey, <laughs> so she can do the voice. And before even was like, expensive, I'm like, if I got to pick someone to fill this role, she's the one I want to do it mm-hmm. right away. I love her. I think she's, I think she's really, really great. I think she would just be like rattling off all those car facts when she's sitting on this stand, like totally perfectly. Hmm. That is uh a really good pick <laughs> jealous I, I i like it a lot yeah it's a good very good picks. one also burnett <laughs> also mm. burnett mm. yeah. that was an excellent pick uh i don't think i can top that or give it any sort of credit thankfully uh, you, patrick you, goes you, next so he might do a shit one and then i can come back yeah up. okay well it's oh geez so this is order i have three I'll, uh, okay well i got a, i got a whole spiel on our character as well to be after this but go. i'll start with I think I'm gonna go with, and it's close. I'm gonna say Allison Brie. I think, though. Yeah. I think Al. I think I think she, like begin with like I think she's really funny. She's also like 
one of my biggest crushes. Like she's just like, I've loved her career. I loved everything she's done. And I also thought like, not only is she like really good looking, but she's like so talented. She's very funny. Yeah. Her comedic timing is there. And I could also, as you said, with uh, the last uh, lady that there, there could be, uh, she could pull out these car facts and be like this kind of ditzy person for a bit, but then it comes out that like, in fact, she's like so smart and an expert in the in a, in mechanics field and has all these, all this information and facts and stuff like that. She's I think also, that could work quite well. She, she's also going to play an upset wife because she plays Trudy Campbell in Mad Men. And it's constantly this. putting up with Pete Campbell's bullshit. Yeah. So and Jeff Winger's bullshit in community. There you go. I know. <laughs> yeah. Also, doesn't look too different from Kristen Milioti almost. Correct. Dark hair. Or Marissa Tomei. Just or give her like, big yeah. hair. <laughs> Just give her crazy hair. Yeah. yeah. No, I like that. That's a really, really good pick. Allison, Allison Bree's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, well, darn it. I was hoping you'd have a shit. No, I, so here's the thing. I picked this person before and I picked her specifically because I saw her in a movie where she did a phenomenal Brooklyn accent, like indiscernible. I thought she was a native and I found out she was British. I was like, no fucking way. No fucking <laughs> way. She's no fucking Brooklyn. way, bud. Uh, <laughs> Maybe Queens. Yeah. Uh, Imogen Poots, who, when I introduced her, uh, like, the fuck is that? And I was like, she's been in stuff. Uh, but still fairly you know why you forget her is because of her freaking name it's just like yeah. she's great and i've loved for everything she's done but her name is not me a every good time. name to have it's too yeah. silly um yeah. imogen's okay i'll live with that but she in a movie called she's funny that way she has like just flawless Br- brooklyn accent i mean as far as i can tell i don't know i'm from canada <laughs> give me a hey. break <laughs> from canada eh? hey. um and she has enough like sass and attitude in that, that i'm like yeah solid that's like basically a one for one here to swap her into this. I've seen her do it before. Um, there's a lot of choices for this one though. I almost did Aubrey Plaza, but I was like, have I heard her do a Brick- Brooklyn accent before? I feel like I have. She could do it. She could definitely do it. And yeah. that was going to be my second choice, actually. Lady Gaga doing various Italian accents. So, okay. This is what I was going to bring up in just in totality. Marissa Tomei opened the floodgates for like crazy over the top brunette like Italian stereotypes, I'm almost certain Lady Gaga watched this movie and it's like, how can I? Oh my god, I could do that. This? I can do that, <laughs> <laughs> but make it even more Italian somehow. I'll do yeah. it. Just do it. Father, and... son, and House of Gucci. Ignore any subtlety <laughs> that there is in that character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also that yeah. she she literally just had like a bag of like cold spaghetti in her pocket the whole time. <laughs> To be in character, yeah, and stay in character. That's <laughs> yeah. all. All us Italians always carry around a bag of cold spaghetti at all times. Yeah, just like well, Lady Gaga does. Theater. Who is actually Italian? <laughs> I'm actually Italian. <laughs> oh, you are. I did not. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just saying. But like Di Carlo. Di Carlo. Di Carlo. There we go. There we go. I'm going to say it with the with the Italian emoji fingers. Yes, the pasta <laughs> fingers. Yeah, the I almost fingers. I almost tossed in Tessa Thompson as well. I was like, she's pretty solid too. Yeah. I think uh, uh, I was thinking of um, Sorry to Bother You. And I was like, I like her. Like, she's got just a lot of tood in that, too. Mm-hmm. That's not the right way to describe it. Bad she's got tude. a lot of force in no, that. And I'm like, like, that's good. <laughs> I think Thompson and uh, Plaza have, the, uh, and that was maybe the problem I saw with Plaza a bit is that, like, yes, Marissa Tomei's character does have, like, a, a, an attitude of sorts, but, like, you also want to believe her as being lovable a bit and obviously like getting along to a degree with 
Pesci. Although you see at the end more of their fighting kind of like nature. It's how they it's how they get along. Yeah, exactly. The, the <laughs> adversarial thing. That's how about Italians it. express love. Yeah, by being <laughs> angry at each other and shouting, Ma! I can't believe I'm fucking with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think Plaza okay. would be actually really good. But yeah, yeah that's not, yeah, no. Yeah, fine. I think we got some good picks there. Now, yeah. this is one pick for Vinny that I'm very proud of. I originally wrote Vinny, down Vinny Bag of Donuts. It's not Vinny Bag of Donuts, LaGuardia Gambini. <laughs> but originally, I wrote down Nick Kroll because he does good voices. He's kind of a weird looking dude. Um, so I'm like, oh, okay, he's a weird looking guy. He can like do voice well. But I changed my mind because once I got a good look at younger Joe Pesci's face, he looked exactly like someone else who I find to be like very fun, can be like sarcastic, witty, but also very clever. And the actor's name is, um, I might be pronouncing this incorrectly, but Arian Moayed. He, he's, um, have you seen Succession? Yeah. He plays Stewie in Succession. Oh, like the, uh, the, the adversarial. Like, like yeah, he also, he's yeah, also yeah. in Marvel movies now. Like he's, he plays, if, if you've watched Ms. Marvel, he's the Department of Damage Control guy. Um, he was also in Spider-Man. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Know. He, he yeah. is the one who interrogates Peter Parker. Um, mm-hmm. He's great. I think he's a lot of fun. And he re- if you Google a picture of him, he really does look like Joe Pesci in this movie too, which I really, really liked. He's taller, obviously. But yeah, like yeah, yeah. him right now and Joe Pesci in this movie have almost the same face. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I think, Interesting. I think he's a lot of fun. He can be like, he plays very clever, smart, like snappy characters to like, you know, different levels of douchiness depending on the movie. But he's always got this like kind of like smirk going on. Like he always looks like a little bit sassy as well. And like, he knows what's going on. I, I just, as soon as I thought of him, like this has got to be the guy. I think he would really do well, um, you know, doing all the one-liners in the jail cell and then tra- mm-hmm. like, transition from that comedy to like clever, clever lawyer in the courtroom scenes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could, well, you could see when he's even uh, in Spider-Man, how he, when he's interrogating uh, the, the kids and Peter Parker and stuff, like how he's he's got kind of this like good good cop, bad cop situation in, in him at the same time. Yeah. He's charismatic and nice, but also try to like, dig about and figure out the information that what's going on so yeah i can mm. see that for sure what are you, are you looking at pictures of him there for us or imagining him with uh cowboy yeah. boots and a leather jacket yeah, yeah exactly also, imagining him closing deals i think he'd rock cowboy boots and leather jacket i think he'd rock that outfit oh i mean absolutely i, I yeah. well i was just gonna say he's a better looking guy i think his face his face the look was very similar in a few shots where he's like kind of straight yeah. on like it looked like him most unbelievable yeah. part of that movie was like, how did these two get together? Oh yeah, absolutely. Tomei, that's like a, that's like a, what are you doing? So the thing, guy? the thing that's great about this movie is that there isn't a prequel or a sequel or anything because then it would just burn the illusion of like whatever is happening there. It's the movie magic that's <laughs> the, keeping the that prequel thing alive. would be like what him as a twenty year old, her as like a toddler, like the fuck. <laughs> he's just he's just like jacked and looks like a Hemsworth for some reason, <laughs> and then just like five years later, Shrinks. he looks like that. Yeah. He's yeah. played by Ben Affleck. It's like it's like how Ian McGregor somehow went from that to uh, what's his face in uh, Obi Wan. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, old, um, in like in five yeah, years, yeah. like they they went from that to that. Technically, it's, like, uh, it's nine years, Pat. It's nine years whatever. of desert living. It's, okay? it's not enough time for that. It's much nine years of stress and desert living. I think I can do it. Yeah, yeah I maybe, think they probably right. ramped it up from episode one. Oh, though. Like, Alec Guinness. Yeah, Alec Guinness. There, Alec Guinness. Yeah. 
Um, uh, awesome, Cole? man. Give us, give us your pick for Vinny, Pat. Uh, for me, oh man, I was gonna say Kroll too, but we, I, I think you're right in that. I don't know. Maybe it's it's not quite right. However, if you ever look up on YouTube, him doing uh, his eight, he's been practicing eating like food like an '80s person in a diner. It's very he's very good at it. He does it on Conan. <laughs> very very good. I was like he'd be perfect for that grits roll uh, <laughs> scene in particular. Um, I'm gonna say this was actually a tough one. I found because like this is like a very specific role for a very specific type of actor. However, I. And going along with like who I've been choosing, I'm gonna go with, uh, and I, I, maybe I'm just thinking too modern, I guess, about casting. But like Oscar Isaac, I think. I th- okay. Reason being, if you see Moon Knight, I guess in particular, mm-hmm. or he, and, and a lot of other things, but Moon Knight, I'm bringing up just in particular, because it's the, the latest I can think of. He does a range of different uh, characters, and he's like, you know, he is like more than one, and he can be very serious or very funny, but especially like more comedic aspects of that role, um, you can really see like he could be a lot more fun on, on stage, and he hasn't really had the, uh, I don't think he's really had the chance to do a character quite like this. So I think he, if he was given the chance, we could see how well he actually does. But I think, I think he has the chops to do it. He's also, he has heart, like he has charisma, uh him with Alison Brie would make more sense than Feshi with Tomei you know like you know that kind of thing so that's that's where I that's where I would lean with that one no I agree that's that's a good pick I love Oscar Isaac I have not seen him in anything bad like he just brings but anything great great that's the thing that's unfortunate for him he's been in so many things that are good almost great but never great yeah you're right though about the heart like one reason i didn't pick nick kroll is because like i like nick kroll a lot but i don't know if he'd believe he'd be that believable with the heart like i've never seen him do something serious or like semi-serious so that's why you just be too sarcastic yeah (laughs) like just Um, what's why the first half of the movie i'm like oh yeah nick kroll then after i'm like wait a minute he's gotta be a little bit serious but no i like oscar Mm -hmm. isaac a lot for this um he, he can be ethnically ambiguous enough to be italian I mean, oh he, yeah he's he he, like he could be Latino, but you know he could they do it all the time if al pacino yeah. can be puerto rican then oscar isaac can be from brooklyn <laughs> italian yeah but, but he he wasn't <laughs> he <basically laughs> wasn't <laughs> no he was in another movie like he played a cuban guy obviously in scarface which he wasn't yeah, yeah. um and then he was he was like in some other movie i forget us he was he played a Puerto Rican guy. I mean Connery was Japanese yeah. in that one movie when he was Bond. Exactly. Well, he was, well he, he we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. A disowned Jeez. one. It does come up in every episode, but I have to say that every that time. wait, specifically that no, fact. No, 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 no. Every time we talk about that. Welcome to Cinosop, where we talk about older movies and that one time Sean Connery uh, did Yellowface. Yeah, just don't watch Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's that's definitely wor- worse. I, yeah, I we're not going to try. Maybe one of the worst in yeah. terms of a modern, more modern Speaking film. Of yeah. Possibly worse. We'll do my pick because I I was so close. I don't think it could be worse. I I wanted to do Jason Manzukas. <laughs> I thought about this, him, but, but I'm like, he's too crazy. Yeah, that's the thing. That I'm like <laughs> I haven't seen him do a subdued version of himself yet. Um, no, and I I bounce around a lot. There's one that I. So close to picking to make this a completely like almost a different movie. I want Seth Rogen as like a serious role because I can see him stressed out yelling at someone mm-hmm. and being like, "Well, how do you know it's leaking? How do you know this?" But then I was like, Not "I can't big laugh." A, yeah, I can't believe him as a serious like snappy lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I went with Donald Glover, which we've picked him before. He's been on the show before. 
Uh, also, the reason I didn't do Aubrey Plaza is I didn't want to have a mystery team reunion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The fact Which, you brought that up, though. Oh, so good. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's true. Like, you know, it's more of he's like, well, I did Atlanta. I don't know if he can do Brooklyn as well, but I feel like he's a competent enough actor to do no, that. Brooklyn was Saoirse Ronan. It's a different movie. No, not, not the... <laughs> God damn it. Good call that. Good call that. Also, you said it correctly. That's Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> Saoirse. Now, we've talked sure, about sure, Saoirse. Sure, sure. We've talked yeah, about we, we spent the whole show. podcast doing that. Yeah. We did, I don't know how to say it properly. I started off, got it. Saoirse. Saoirse. Saoirse Ronan. Hey, 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 <laughs> and bring it back to Alice and Bree. We got a great community reunion. <laughs> I know, I know. There's a lot. Of, I don't know why we all were clearly in the same, like, similar headspaces for some of these. But uh, well, we're three white men, white cis men talking about the same about age. So, who yeah, watch same the age, same so. shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, honorable mentions for me, though. I'd say maybe we do a little uh, young Jack Black. Like maybe if it was like early 2000s, they did a relaunch of this film. Uh, oh. a, a younger Jack Black. I think that could have worked. I think uh, Ryan Gosling, I didn't pick him because I picked him for too many things. But he does the shouty, angry conversation, like also he did like love debate way too well. Yeah. <laughs> like, just so many things that I'm like, ah, I picked him too many times. <laughs> He'd be good. So the thing is, if you do that, like, I would just say, like, if it's a full on reboot, we're just doing like uh, uh, Ryan uh, Reynolds as or or um, or uh, like one of the Chris's as in this role, you know, yeah, like, well, Chris Evans. I was like, maybe Chris Pine, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Chris Pine would maybe. kill this. I, I picked him last episode. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying as an all mention, because Chris Pine is the best of the Hollywood Chris's, in my he opinion. Is. Yeah. So I learned from the he's making some uh, choices right now. Indiana Jones. Oh. Yeah, always yeah. fine with pine. Always yeah. fine with pine. Yeah, yeah. I do like um, my Evans, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you can't, I mean, any of them, maybe not Chris Pratt wouldn't be. I, Chris Pratt I like, but always just like a little bit too goofy sometimes. He's himbo. You can't. You yeah. Can't, yeah, yeah. But he's more. He's like more of a himbo than uh, Chris Hemsworth, though. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. He's the new uh, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Which I think I cast him in the Mummy, if I'm not mistaken. You might have, and I, I think I actually have, cast I can't. Chris Pine. <laughs> um, amazing. So that wraps up our recasting. Now we're going to quickly go through our lists again and let each other know if our new movie has an as good, better, or worse cast than the original. Basically, if we make a, a better, worse, or as good movie with our new cast. So I'll go first. I had Judge Chamberlain, played by Keith David. Mona Lisa Vito, played by Kristen Milioti, and Vinny Gambini, played by, again, probably pronouncing this incorrectly, Arian uh, Moayed. Moayed. What do you guys think? I haven't seen enough Arian stuff to really weigh on on this. I think this might be... If you search Google, like YouTube any Stewie from Succession yeah, like, yeah, clip, no, clip I, show and you'll, you'll see I'm aware it. of him. That's why I'm like, I, was like, I can see this being quite good. The board's not going to like this. Just I can see that. this being quite <laughs> good. Come on, Ken. Come on, Ken. 
I mean, Kristen Milioti is just like perfect. So it's a tough one. <laughs> Where I'm like, you got like at least passable judge. <laughs> I I don't know. It's tough. I may I may put it maybe maybe as good. It's a tough one because this one we'll is like we, we always pick movies where the casting's like phenomenal. Yeah. But this one, it's it's so hard to see past the casting. Yeah. To see this movie working with anyone else. Because <laughs> the movie's known for, for the cast, really. Yeah. Like yeah. I knew a lot about this movie cast wise. I didn't know anything about the plot before watching it or, or kind of reading about it on like Wikipedia. Right? I knew about Tomei winning. That was like that's all the I knew. big thing yeah. I remember. Yeah. No, I'll take an as good. I'll take an as good for sure. Pat, what do you think, buddy? But like comparing your list to uh, the new yeah, one? whether or not or it to, makes the, the, to movie. the old cast. Yeah. Um, like the only thing, like I feel like some of the other actors are interchangeable. Pesci is super hard. I think it's very distinct. Um, actually, I would have said maybe Danny DeVito as, as like an auxiliary. He's too old now. <laughs> I know. That's my first thought. But I think he's also too, he's even shorter than Joe. I Pesci. think it's just the short thing. But also, the, he's, he's just kind of like, the judge's bench. what's he in? The Rainmaker? He basically plays this character in The Rainmaker. I think that's the movie. Speaking of another film that reminds me of this or why it was made, um, So Sue or whatever it was, it was with uh, uh, Vin Diesel. Uh, what? <laughs> judge me it's this film it's a procedural judge film or like he's he's in a he's, uh, he's in a he's in a court and like it's being tried and stuff but i feel like the only reason that movie was made or why he was so excited about it was because of uh my cousin Vinny. Right, let me wait let me just, what's it called oh. uh diesel so what do you think as good not as good uh oh find me guilty it is but um for for chris's choices yeah. Yeah. For Chris choices, um, I'd say they're as good. Yeah. It's, All right, I would, I'll I would take say it. they're better. Yeah. I'll take it. No, that's okay. I you know, was Kristen Miliotti gonna win the Oscar for this one? Yes. It might actually, yeah. yeah. Maybe are they all gonna win the Oscar? I think that's a pretty good yeah. that's a pretty close one. I think one. acting is just in general gotten better. Yes, that's true. That's yeah, true. By like anybody. Um, amazing. Pat, give us your list again, buddy, and we will we will judge you accordingly. All right, my list Guilty. is uh, guilty. Let's see how guilty as charged I am. Dewey Cox reference. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, as a judge, Josh Brolin. Uh, as Joe Pesci's character, Oscar Isaac, and Rissa Tomei's character, Alison Brie. I think probably as good. You pick three fucking wicked actors. So yeah. you, you can't go Oscar, wrong with that. Oscar Isaac doesn't come as, as intimidated, but because you amped it up with Josh Brolin, I'm like, most people would be intimidated by Josh Brolin. Yeah. I think that's fair that if you had, yeah, yeah, and it's <laughs> you Thanos had to, versus you had Moon to go Knight. up a little bit more on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're both Marvel adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, I definitely think I could do agree, Forrester. Yeah, I'll give you as good. Uh, I think it's slightly different movie. I yeah, think it might not be yeah. as funny. That's that my only shot against this. I don't know if it'll be as funny, but it's hard to say. Because we'll Oscar have to give Oscar his jobs. shot. We'll have to give him his shot. Finally, give him his flowers. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Forrester, give us yours again, buddy. All right, Judge Chamberlain, uh, Ben Stiller, uh, Lisa Imogen Poots, and Vinny Bag of Donuts, Donald Glover. Which I man, think is I a very different movie. This is a weird movie. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it was the Ben Stiller one that's definitely thrown off most of it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I like it's, it's become like a funnier die sketch at that point. I think. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it to these characters and knowing that they can do more than what they've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'd say I still haven't seen anything with Imogen Poots, so I can't speak to her. I, I'm just going to show you clips of, like, she's funny that way. The only <laughs> time with, like, the, the most Brooklyn accent. The only time I've seen Ben Siller be a hard-ass authoritarian figure was in Billy uh, Happy Gilmore. Uh, you know, so you will, you will <laughs> go to sleep or I'll put you to sleep. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think honestly, I don't think as good. Yeah, that's fine. Opinion. And I hate right for so I hate breaking a little heart, but no, yeah. no. I honestly it was one of those like I, I gave you guys as goods, but I don't think there is like it's not the perfect movie. This is the perfect movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I would also say it's I think it's still pretty good, but yeah, I wouldn't say it's better. Yeah, that's fine. This I is still actually, watch I, it. I think. Oh yeah, this, for sure. This is I a also good think way this to, is one of those to, movies that's really hard to recast. Like there are other movies yeah. you guys have talked about where I think it's possible. This one is like pretty difficult. Well, Forrester was joking about like, oh, like let's watch fucking The Godfather or something. Like absolutely fucking not. Like I don't have four hours to spend on this. Yeah, oh, yeah, but The Godfather is a good example of I think you can actually recast that really easily. <laughs> oh, for sure. But then we're talking about movies about Italian-Americans. So I'm like, hey, well, my cousin Vinny, let's just do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From one side of the law to the other. Exactly. exactly. Amazing. And in the end, he wasn't a real lawyer. <laughs> he was. He was a real lawyer. Well, he just had no experience. I see, yeah. I see. Uh, speaking, just quickly for Imogen, I'd really recommend seeing uh, Vivarium and the Art of Self-Defense. Okay. Yeah. The Art of Self-Defense yeah. looks fucking hilarious. It's I keep really, seeing really the trailer. Good. I keep putting it on my list, and I just haven't gotten to it. I'll check it's it really out. Good. And Vivarium is like a weird sci-fi oh, cool. dystopian thing about, like, suburbia. It's great. Oh, what is with her and skinny white dudes? I don't know. She just loves <laughs> Is that the lot. same skinny white Actually, dude? it's the same skinny white dude. Yeah, it's surprised you thought it was different. It's both uh, with Eisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Which I just was Jesse. like, what the heck happened there? Someone saw one of those and made the other one. And I don't know what the order is, but either way, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yes, it doesn't, but you'll you'll see. Our self-defense is super weird, but it's good too. Yeah, I think this is a good part to wrap it up on because I think this entire season, I don't think I've had uh, anything less than as good. So, boom. Yeah, going out out with a... a, Just a a fart noise. I'm glad I came in and I I was okay. No, it was great. That means you get to come back. Exactly. There we go. No, absolutely, absolutely, Pat. So, before we end everything off, you know, you're a graphic designer as well. Uh, mm-hmm. You you make Forrester look like shit uh, with his stuff comparatively. No, <laughs> no. We're but, always uh, competing. Yeah, on exactly. You've There's never no, had yeah, to Photoshop exactly. your face onto Joe Pesci's body twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't know what I've been through. You don't know my story. <laughs> but uh, Pat, you want to? point our listeners towards your art or i know you just had a uh, you did a music video or something recently that just came yeah out. yeah so i just uh with my my friends in this band called the manor park collective i uh animated and directed a, a music video for them called uh for the song called unfold yourself so if you want to follow them at uh, the manor park collective on youtube or instagram uh you can check it out there it's uh, pretty cool a lot of hand-drawn animation that took months and months and months and months wow work. that's but, awesome uh, it worked, i thought it worked out pretty well i think I'm gonna, yeah, check, I'm gonna check that out. I'm gonna check that out. And where can and, we follow you, Patrick? And for myself, you can follow me at the Gunner Man at uh, yeah, uh, the G U N N A R Man uh, on Instagram. Yeah, check out his art. It's awesome, and he's just Thanks, like guys. a nice, fun guy too. If you couldn't tell from this episode, just a chill dude. <laughs> chill dude. All right, awesome. I'm a chill <laughs> dude. That's what they tell me. I'm just very chill. Yeah. yeah. 
listeners, uh, yeah, we're at Cinema Swap on our social medias. Uh, it's plural because Twitter and uh, Instagram. Whoa, know, craziness. Mm-hmm. Until uh, Elon Musk finally gets rid of all of our bots and then we're, we're off. To work. <laughs> yeah. No, he, anyway, he's, he's out, out of the deal. deal. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can check us out there. Follow us, please. Interact with our posts so you can send your thoughts directly to us. You can also rate and view our podcast. Give us five stars. We'll love you forever. That is a promise. Uh, we also promise. promise to eventually read your comments. I'm season sorry three, season three, it'll be happening. We'll start. First episode is just going to be comments. It's <laughs> just mailbag. Um, <laughs> and we got some cool stuff coming down the pipe pretty soon as well. I'll be talking about the star Wars show for a bit. It is happening still. We've just been so fucking busy, which is why we've been only been able to do this show for a little bit. So we're going to take some time and kind of regather ourselves and work on stuff. Re-grease and make... the wheels. That's right. <laughs> Just, we're going to lube up the brain lube thoughts. Lube them up. Yeah. Lube up real good. And uh, get that going for you guys as well. So you can check that out. Follow that um, at Star Wars STF on Twitter and Instagram for updates. And we'll be uh, rock and roll on that pretty soon. And I think more important than any of that, enjoy your movie watching. And we'll uh, see you for season three. Bye. Bye. Bye.